stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. late, but it begins now. And it begins with the green and gold game preview for the preseason finale tonight at Kansas City. Let's take a closer look at this week's matchup. We got to do a great job of consistently moving the chains. Not many people combine speed, power, moves, and all in one. This is the Green and Gold Game Preview. Normally, we have three questions as we get set in our Green and Gold Game Preview for each and every Packers game throughout the course of the season. Today, I only have one question. Oh, I like that. cutting corners? I'm not cutting well, he corners. He didn't watch the games. This he is... didn't watch the games. What is he? he didn't know anything. No, I think this this question is not as easy to answer. I think as it seems like it would be. What are you watching for tonight in preseason game number three? Starters not playing except for maybe that one starter. Jordan Love at quarterback. Offensive line feeling like it's in better shape than when this preseason began. What can you watch for tonight? What are you excited to watch for? And what do you hope to learn about the regular season Green Bay Packers from tonight's preseason finale? Yeah, so there's a couple of things for me that I'm interested in. And I'm a little bit uh, distraught. That's a strong word. I'm a little distraught that Jesse's kind of dumbed this thing down to just one thing. But there's two things that I'm interested tonight. And one of them is, I think Christian Watson's going to play, and I want to see what I want to see. Is he? Let's see something. Let's see what he looks like. Is he from a route running and you know big play? Can he kind of jump into finding a whether it's an MVS role or is there a role that he can jump into, even for the Minnesota game? But something tonight. He's going to be a storyline, good or bad, mm-hmm. after tonight. What that storyline's going to be, I'm interested to see. But it, the, to me, the big the one tonight, thing? Is that what No, was? I'm not. Uh, that was just an adversity. Was that rhyming? You were a poet and you didn't know it? Yeah, what he's going to be, I'm interested to see. <laughs> Don't, why? Why do you, why are you always trying to do this to me? You know that I get skewed off into tangents. I was not trying to rhyme. I wanted to get tin in that last one. It seems to happen all the time. (laughs) Getting a can of tin. I didn't do that. Rhyming headlines today. The O-line. Rhyming headlines. (laughs) It's a rhyming headline alert. You threw us for a loop. You got the Academy a little upset that that you skewed off course and we started doing headlines on Thursday instead of Friday, which... Some people in the academy not happy about. Uh, 
O-line, 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 O-line. So for as much as you want to say that things are settling in and you know whether or not David Bakhtiar and Elton Jenkins are going to play in Minnesota, I'll be intrigued in two weeks to find that out. Not going to find any of that out tonight. But I think we will find out who's going to be the right guard. I think we'll find out, has John Runyon Jr., and it seems like he's held on to that left guard spot. It does. That's been the question mark. They've played better in games than it seems as if they've done in practice. So all of that tonight, I think we'd like to see that next step where you're able to get the running game going again, which they did a nice job of last time, but giving Jordan Love a chance to have a chance by having good protection. That's what I'm looking for tonight. And I think we'll see, you know, going against twos and threes, you're hoping that you're going to see some positivity uh, out of that group. You want to help Jordan Love give the Chiefs defense a shove if you're on the offensive line. Um, That's probably stretching it. Uh, Here's the thing that I don't get about the crowd that you're a Packers fan, but you don't have a lot of interest in. And and I don't want to relitigate our good friend Gabe Neitzel's boycott the preseason, abolish the preseason position. But when you talk about the offensive line, we have seen this now for essentially three years running. Guys are going to get hurt. That 2014 season when Brian Bulaga missed one game, and that was the only time that they didn't have their preferred five offensive linemen play, it's another reason why 2014 was such a catastrophic disappointment. Because as Aaron Rodgers was rattling off great defenses he's had, he mentioned 14, which when they moved Clay Matthews inside, they were a top-five defense during the second half of the year. And they were so ridiculously healthy, their offensive line played all but one game completely intact. The last two years, it's been jumble-bumble. Mishmash. Mishmash. So as you watch tonight, yeah, it's great. Elton Jenkins is coming back. David Bakhtiari's coming back. No doubt. Awesome news. I expect both of them to start in Minnesota. But who's better at right guard? Jake Hansen or Royce Newman? Royce Newman yep. started 16 games last year. And again, I don't. I, I like Will Whitaker. He is a nice guy. We are Facebook friends. We combined to lose about 40 balls the last time we did the Trifecta Foundation golf outing at the bowl yeah but he started all the games in 05 and he was basically never heard from again and is comes at you quick is royce newman going i mean he's going to make the team but did is jake hansen going to beat him out is zach tom doing enough as a rookie that maybe you say well maybe we'd rather start him so it's worth watching for that it's also worth watching for a couple of other things that i think are important beyond Jordan Love, and beyond Christian Watson, which are two very good reasons to watch. Again, I, I don't, I'm not getting a cut from the TV broadcast. One, I, and I know that I've been harping on this, but last year, Zadarius Smith and his quasi-back injury and contract unhappiness, they had an elite, or in my opinion, almost elite player waiting in the wings in their first-round pick. They don't have that guy right now. So if Preston Smith or Rashawn Gary gets hurt, I don't know who the next guy up is. I think it might be J.J. the Jet Plane, Kingsley and Egbare, but 
Is it Jonathan Garvin? Is it Kobe Jones? So there's questions there. And then the other one that I, I am really interested in, and I think this is one that you can watch and as a fan and have a discerning eye beyond just whether the guy runs for a lot of yards or has a long catch and run, is the running back competition. We know yep. they've got Aaron Jones. We know they've got A.J. Dillon. What is Tyler Goodson going to do? And not only what is Tyler Goodson going to do with the ball in his hands, but he is, while thickly built, a somewhat diminutive fellow. He's 5'9". He's not a big guy. Now, Aaron Jones isn't a big guy either, and he's a really good player. But as Brian Gutekunst has talked about throughout camp, the third running back has to play special teams and has to be able to pick up blitzes as a blocker. And as of now, from what I have seen, I think Patrick Taylor's better at those two things. So is Patrick Taylor going to get the nod, even though he has not been as productive with the ball in his hands as Tyler Goodson has been? So those are things I just, and I'm looking at the poll, and it's starting to shift, and maybe I may have influenced it slightly. But now we're up to 76.8% are going to watch. Down to 23.2% who aren't. I just think that if you care about this team, I understand the preseason stinks. I get it. I'm not trying to sell you on how great the preseason is. But I do believe tonight, especially since we have gone to this paradigm where starters don't play in the preseason at all for these guys, I would argue that preseason is actually more interesting because there's a bunch of guys playing tonight that are going to have to play at some point during the season that are worth familiarizing yourself with. And the last thing I would say... Devontae Wyatt, I know everyone, you know, I asked Rodgers about, you know, he said he likes to have lunch with guys, and he said that he sits down by himself to see who comes up, and I asked him who'd been brave enough to come up and sit with him, and he said Devontae Wyatt, and then everybody wrote about how Devontae Wyatt. Does he ever just sit by himself? Uh, He does, but he, you mean that nobody comes up? Yeah. Uh, I do believe he indicated that that has happened a couple times. Does he ever just want to sit by himself, like silent no, contemplation? I, I did not. I did not get that far into the weeds with him on that. We used to do a fun little prank when we'd sit there, and then when somebody would sit down, we'd all get up and walk off. And that made people feel bad, so we stopped doing it. Like bullying. It's not bullying. It's just kind of fun. We did it to Cliff. Cliff didn't care. Is it any fun to do that to someone who doesn't then care in return? You get no reaction. No, we, that's why we stopped doing it. It wasn't that much fun. Well, savvy move by Clint. And it it because we did. I think it probably happened. To, oh, it happened to a lot of guys, and it, I think some guys got a little Irritable. sensitive about yeah. it. Um, yeah. I think the other thing that is worth watching is their two first-round picks. Devontae Wyatt, while the story was about him eating lunch with Rodgers, to me what was just as interesting is that he admits he's had a crappy camp, basically. He didn't use crappy, but he's not happy with the camp he's had. And Quay Walker's going to play, too. And so these are two guys that I think we're expecting to contribute first-round picks, and they're really the only guys that are of starter caliber who aren't who are going to be starting. So those are all worth watching tonight uh, as the voting continues. Yeah, but don't you think... Don't you think for your lead article on whatever publication you're going to write for tomorrow, Christian Watson's going to be the big storyline? Uh, I think so, yes. And I know 
that once you got done with your time at Zimbrick Chevy and Sun Prairie on Main Street, you immediately tracked down my story about Christian Watson because you were so interested in it. No, I, I, uh, I didn't. If it was an audio, I would have listened to it when I was mowing the lawn. Got so, beat last night in a tough golf match. Guy hit a great six iron into about five feet to snap us down. How much did that cost you? On 18. I'm not going to get into financials. I didn't think you would. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll record myself reading the entire Christian Watson story, and I'll send it to you, and then you can listen when you mow Jesse's lawn later today. Uh, all right, so we need to play trivia. Jesse, did we actually have some sort of segue into your trivia topic today, or did we kind of mess that up? Uh, it's not bad. It's all in the same realm. Packers playing the preseason finale in Kansas City tonight. So today's trivia category, about the great city of Kansas City. Casey, about that life. That's Kenny Clark's Twitter handle. <laughs> that but that's, yeah. uh, Kansas City is what we're going for uh, there. Little, little joke. That's No, that's good. I like that that's better than KC and the Sunshine Band, which is the kind of go-to KC line that some people use. All right, so Kenny Clark is number 97. So let's do caller 16, 9 plus 7. i got to have my new friend Riley answer the phones. Then That's a lot of calls. You're, you're passing off the workload. That's my guy. All right, caller 16 right now, 844-770-3776, 844-770-3776. Caller 16 right now. On the Old National Bank talk and text line, Old National Bank, get old. Caller 16 to play trivia, and we'll play next. It's Wilde and Tausch.